Good afternoon and welcome to Soulful Connections. I'm your host, Sam Black, and I'm here with my wonderful friend, Roberta Robbins. You guys have met her before, loved her before, and she's back today to talk to us about the new moon, new moon rituals, and thank the heavens we all survived Mercury retrograde. So Roberta, welcome to Soulful Connections. Thank you, Sam. It's always wonderful to have time with you, to see you, and to chat with you. Thank you. Thank you. You know, we all survived quite the month for the month of March with Mercury retrograde. And it's so funny because in the past, I didn't really notice a whole lot of difference for retrogrades. I didn't really pick up on them. But the last two, my goodness, have really really messed with my anal scheduling, let me tell you. <laughs> Everything that I had planned, you know, it just really didn't happen. But I was exactly where I needed to be in both cases. So um, although, you know, I was a little frustrated, I'm so grateful for the journey, but I'm very grateful that it's over. How about for you? Oh my gosh. Uh, yes, I would say the same thing. Normally, Mercury retrograde doesn't really affect me that much. And, um, I, you know, I've always been there kind of like supporting, helping other people that are going through Mercury retrograde. Yes. And it really has been the last two of something is different. So, um, yeah, it literally has been the last two where I, I definitely have felt it more, um, our typical things like technology and communication, but also just like the kind of really going in and, and processing things and how the energy has been like really wavy, very up and down, almost stormy, like during the last two retrogrades. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And really, really big waves with those storms. I want to say the highs are fantastic and the lows, my goodness, bring you right down. And I can honestly say that since retrograde ended, I've been doing so much more grounding work and feeling so much more connected and grounded and earthy in my comfort zone because that whole month energy for me was very ungrounded, constantly on the go, constantly having to think on my feet and, and just be there, be present and just trust it's going to all work out because, um, it's so funny as you know, you know, as I walk around with my Ziploc bag filled with highlighters and post-it notes, I'm really organized. Right. And I like to have that solid foundation of a schedule. That's how I juggle so many projects. And I can honestly say it was such a lesson in that, you know, you need to stop that for a moment and just be here right now, be here right now and take, take the gifts that I'm being offered in that moment. Yeah. I, oh my gosh, I would say when it came to projects like this past, I would say this winter season, really, there's something about this past winter season um, that has really been about, you think you're going forward on a project or something and you're trying to plan and all of a sudden it gets like, almost like, cleared right out it, it feels one day so aligned and you feel clear and you get another piece of the puzzle and then something comes in that kind of just like wipes it all out and you're like what the heck where am I right now what what just happened from yesterday and so the, I felt like it was constant of that but it felt like energy that was saying okay here's a piece of where you're going mm -hmm. and I want you to be with you and percolate in it 
but then I'm going to clear it out again, almost bring it back to your roots, down to your grounding, like almost like a clean slate. Yes. But also then it was like, when you're starting to percolate and work through that, what was the true essence was coming still to the surface. So then you would have another lift and then you would take another step of clarity, but then they would wipe you down again. And you're like, well, okay. So I had a lot of starts, uh, starts and stops yes. for things I thought were going to start in January. And here we are in April and they're just finding footing this season. Yes. It's, yeah. And you're not yeah. the first one I've heard to say that, you know, I've had so many of my clients coming to me saying, you know, Sam, I just kept thinking everything was on hold and it just kept stopping and all my efforts, it felt like they were for nothing. But this week things are becoming clear and it's like opportunities are popping up all over the place. And I just nod and smile and say, yes, they are. <laughs> That's exactly where we are at energetically. Opportunities are being born just like you know, springtime it's meant to. Um, but it's definitely, I, I think we're all a little grateful for spring <laughs> after the winter season, for sure, even more than usual. And, you know, the opportunities popping up for people, I'm finding it, you know, with my clients in Australia and LA and New York, everywhere. It's not like it's just in one area, one group of people. It's widespread worldwide. People are finding the same trends and coming to me and saying, you know, Sam, I was really deep and dark, but now it looks, you know, it's almost like the sun just came up. Yes, it yeah. did. Yeah, it did. Well, and the thing is we were, I mean, those of us aware of the energetic shifts and the seasons and hearing that, the winter, as we know, winter is supposed to be a little bit about the rest and the planning and the dreaming. So not a lot, it's not supposed to be a lot of energy for us. But we knew that time's been speeding up and we heard, oh, well, wait till spring. Wait till that equinox, the spring equinox, because from that point on, things are going to shift. So you better get your stuff organized and done in the winter to be ready for taking, like, it's going to be like full, full, you know, gasp full steam ahead kind of energy when spring. And so I think there was that pressure within a lot of us thinking, okay, I'm supposed to be resting, but yes, I'm supposed to be like kind of planning and ready for something that's coming. But then I keep on getting knocked down. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so how am I, how well am I going to do when I get to spring? Like, will I be where I need to be when we're having such ups and downs? Yeah. But I think that was part of the process for us so that we can arrive right now to the, these new things, these new opportunities as you were saying, like a lot of people are like, all of a sudden there's a movement. We have more opportunities, connections, everything just all of a sudden is starting to flow. Yeah. Absolutely. And there's also that clarity that's coming forward, you know, projects that have been started and we thought we were, they were going somewhere, but they actually are meant to encompass something different. And that whole clarity coming forward with this new moon energy has been really evident the last couple of days. Yeah, the, um, oh my gosh, the, um, <clears throat> you know, the clarity coming forward, but also that it's turned into something different than we thought, something different than we were planning for. And then there's that part of us now going, okay, we really have to let go yes. of what we thought, everything, our projects, our plans where we were moving forward, because we are being asked to show up in a different way. And when we have to kind of let go of something we may have been 
percolating and dreaming and putting energy and work into. And now we're being told, yeah, yeah, no, you need to let all that go or at least part of that let go and let it be. And almost like you need ceremony and, and, and healing and, and stuff that needs to happen there. And I think the Mercury retrograde was really kind of like, kind of toughing us up, really, yeah. probably to prep for this. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're totally right. But I'm excited for what's to come. I'm really excited. So I know tonight is the new moon. There's a theme around Aries. Can you tell us a little bit about that, what everybody should be expecting? <laughs> yes. I love so, when you start that way. Buckle your seat. I feel like I want, I, I, I want my evil little hands. <laughs> um, it's all good. Um, the great thing about, you know, we just had, we moved into spring officially, right? With yes. the seasonal marker of spring equinox and austera. So we always feel that, okay, it's time to get into new beginnings and projects and rebirth and all those kind of things. But on this new moon in Aries, it marks really a new beginning. Aries is all about, um, it's the ram, it's pushing forward, get going, like get your purpose, just energy forward, right? But it's also the astrological, uh, the zodiac um, start of the new year in Aries. So there's also that sense of newness because that's where in our zodiac wheel, the astrological wheel, that is the starting place. Um, a lot of us kind of think that it's up in January, right? And then maybe in Capricorn, but no, 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 no. So we have a lot of things with the newness of being a new moon. New moon's wanting us to really get clear, right? To really set those intentions for those new beginnings as we gaze towards the full moon that's coming in a couple of weeks. And then we have this ram, you know, Aries energy supporting us too with like, Hey, yeah, I'm here to push through and get, help you get through all this. And it's, it's, it's fiery, right? Um, the Ram, the Aries sign. So all that emotion and all that stuff that's been percolating the last um, month through that retrograde was a lot of water, a lot of emotion. So the, here's the fire ready to like burn it all away, put some fire into all of us and to help us push through with more clarity because it is a it's a fresh slate this new moon so it's really important that we take some time tonight to deal to deal with that to to really I mean welcome that gift that's just been given to us again to restart yeah absolutely I am celebrating the new moon tonight with a burning party on Facebook Um, I did this for the new year. Everybody loved it. I'm doing it again tonight for the new moon. For that very reason, there's a lot of call to release right now. A lot of call to let go, start fresh. You know, I, I like to use the example of when there's been a forest fire and all the ash goes down, it just enriches the soil. And I really feel like we're in a space where our soil's been enriched, but we need to get ready for the harvest because we're about to bloom. (laughs) It's coming, like it or not, it's coming. So we need to just release all of those limiting beliefs keeping us held back in what happened in the past and get ready and excited for what's coming up in the future. Yeah, it's, it's, I mean, that's so on. And, you know, I love that how you said that. Um, Yes, this is perfect. Normally for burning rituals, a lot of times we think full moon, 
we do our burning on full moons. Yeah. But this, this new moon, you're almost, it's almost got a, a full moon energy to it. And I think it's because it's a, in a fire sign um, in itself. And because we really are at that, that marker that's saying you, we all need to let go, let go of that past winter, the past year, but it's bigger than this time. It's like, we can always say that with every new moon and full moon, they all have an energetic every month. Right. But because we are where we are, it's even more important. And it's not just about the last season. It's not just about the last cycle of the moon. It's about some really long standing old patterns and stuff that we're really ready to let go. So that burning ritual needs like, I, yeah, I highly recommend everybody do that tonight. And then, you know, like the ashes, like you said, suddenly after that, that would be a perfect time after the burning ritual, whether you're joining Sam tonight or you're doing, make, taking some time to your, for yourself is to have a nice shower right? Like to allow energetically things to smooth and, and imagine anything that's lingering still there, those ashes or anything to kind of like go down the drain to release it or even um, doing, you know, an Epsom salt bath, right? The salt itself, helping move away certain things and then releasing down, down the drain right at the end. Because it's almost like we need a few things almost to to do tonight other than just our classic stuff that we do. Well, I am ending the evening with the beautiful bath salts that we made at your star event. So mm-hmm. I've been hanging on to mine, <laughs> hanging on awesome. to them because tonight is the night that I'm going to end the night with those beautiful herbs and scents and salts and um just clear everything away and just relax and honor honor the space yeah i am um, i have obviously the the ones that we created at the Ostara event myself but i was thinking i created um a new moon one at my Win one um mm-hmm. and i'm thinking that one's actually calling to me to do that exact thing tonight um, but you know, we got to listen to her. Maybe it'll say, Oh, I need a pinch of this yes. and a pinch of that. Um, but yeah, I'm so happy to hear you say that. It's like, you know, so for those of you who are like, Oh, what are you guys talking about? We're just talking about we, that we created in a sacred space and sacred circle. We created, um, at like an Epsom salt, sea salts, um, Himalayan salt bath blends with, um, herbs, um, you know, sage and cedar, and we had rose petals and various things, lavender in it. So anybody can create that. It's just sitting in that space with some intention, or even when you pour yourself a bath or run yourself a bath, just be mindful when whatever you place in there at that time, even if your regular Epsom salts bath, maybe just connect and ask, is there some essential oil I'm supposed to put in there? Is there something else? Is there a crystal? that's supposed to be with you when you go and have your bath. So anybody can do anything really simply by just taking a moment and being mindful when they go in to do a a bath this, this evening. Absolutely. Absolutely. So what else do you think you've got planned for tonight, Roberta? And I do want to like highlight too. some of you started feeling this energy yesterday or maybe even the day before. And some of you are going to feel height of it tomorrow. Um, you know, 
be, be aware of when you feel the energy coming forward. We're using tonight as a guideline because tonight is when the new moon is. Yeah. So, you know, it peaked at, sorry, at our time, I have this little calendar in front of me that I've created and <laughs> I want to make sure I was right on the time when, before I set it out, it peaked, um, at 4 50 AM this morning. But we consider this being our, our evening, right? Or the, the evening of the, the new moon. But really, you definitely could have been feeling this yesterday or even two days prior. And the same with after this evening. You might still feel it for a day or two. Um, I think there's always, I think everyone has their, their sensitivities of what's going on. So listen to that. So even if tonight you don't get onto something, Maybe tomorrow night's better for you, right? To be able to do something. And so for myself, what do I have in plan for myself? Well, definitely a burning ritual. Um, definitely an Epsom salt bath with some of my herbs and salt blends and that. I will be taking some time to pull some cards for myself, asking for some guidance and direction from my spirit tribe. Um, I think I'm going to do a little journey um, time too. I'm feeling called to do that. Um, so that's shamanic journey and then I'll journal about that once I come back from that journey to see what guidance would you know um, what's going to help me and guide me through this next season or maybe even through this next year wonderful wonderful I know we did some journey work last night um, at my healing circle it was the first night and it's so funny it's one of those things that it was not on the schedule and spirit at the beginning of March said yes you're you need to do another healing class it's <laughs> so I was like okay so this is what we're doing so the first two weeks we're working on healing for ourselves and then we're moving into healing through generations and then we're doing some past life healing and so it's really interesting because yesterday as I'm preparing um, I kept being told you know, there's, there's some spirit animals you need to work with tonight. And so we did some journey work with the cricket, the bird and the butterfly all around different types of pain that show up in our life or roadblocks and how they're delivering that message to us. And it was so interesting the way it came up and all of the ladies all had that bird energy, that whole idea around events or pain nesting so even though the bird's flown away that nest still remains right and we talked a lot about allowing that nest to fall and compost and be born into something new so I love that you're going to do some journey work because I know that was right where we were at last night mm -hmm. and I and you brought up like past stuff and because this where we are on this particular new moon and, and everything's being asked of us to let go I think you know going and seeing if what's there right what's holding us in whether it's past of this life or past in others mm -hmm. things that may be still playing out and so when we do our ancestral healing work and we go into that when you start working with our ancestors and talking to them and asking them which is a whole big thing you know a lot we can do so much work around that but as we're weaving and clearing out more than just this life, it's, it's sometimes asked of us, right? Like that it's more than this. So I think it's important for whether you just sit and you meditate or um, you allow yourself when you're having maybe your Epsom salts bath, just to kind of be more present and allow any thoughts and images of things that might be coming up or feeling into your heart space that's saying, yeah, it's time for us to really, really let that go. And 
I would say one of my big things I realized, what am I letting go? Um, it is like for me, I can say it's definitely a part of what I thought I was or part of where I thought I was going <laughs> and spirits going, ha ha. Uh, no, we got some other things in store for you. And it's about being more flexible and being more open. So letting go of that very earthy part of myself, that part that wants to kind of know and plan and organize that I have to kind of step out of that more and I have to work in a different way. And I have to let spirit lead the way more than my, my, my brain, my, you know, that organization and having to know everything. So that's like an essence and a part of myself. They're saying, you need to let that part go. She served you well, mm -hmm. but it's time to move into something else because, and we've prepared you for this. So, and I can also see some things that are coming up that are past, you know, relationship stuff that are just really ready to like, let go finally. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, isn't that awesome? Um, so I have no doubt there's something there for all of us wow. to see what needs to be let go of. Absolutely. Absolutely. And like I said, this has been a big theme worldwide. Everybody's coming up with these, these big epiphanies and mm -hmm. you know, something when you mentioned the time of when the new moon happened this morning, I have to share this story. I had the most incredible experience at that almost exact time when I looked at my phone, it was 4.55. <laughs> and so let's rewind how many years ago, probably nine or 10 years ago, I had my worst mommy moment ever. So my son was born believing you don't eat cow. From the time he could talk, he would say, we're not supposed to eat that. Cows are our friends. You can't do that. And we lived in Bruce County, which in Ontario, you know, it's, it's cow country. <laughs> and so, you know, we, we'd buy hamburg meat, for example. We didn't feed steak or anything like that to him, but I'm like, seriously, how's this going to hurt him any? And, you know, if I'm making a spaghetti sauce, I put meatballs in. Well, didn't we fast forward to when he was in the third grade, we went to a fall fair. And my husband and I both took the day off so that we could go super excited with his class. And we get up to, of course, the beef farmer. And he's got this giant mapped out cow identifying where the meat comes from. And instantly, my husband and I look at each other. And we're like, oh, we're in for it. So sure enough, the farmer says, what kinds of, you know, meat do you like? And I'll show you where it comes from. And one of the boys said, oh, I like hamburgers. And my son says, well, that's, that's not really cow, though. It's hamburger. <laughs> and the farmer said, no, no, it's cow. It comes from right over here. And, and instantly he dropped my hand and looked up at me with these little chubby face and said, you lied to me. And my heart broke in a million pieces. I knew I had screwed up big time. And what's really interesting is in, in the time past, I've developed an allergy to beef. And yesterday I was craving stew and, and I don't eat very much meat anymore. I was vegetarian for a couple of years and I do eat some meat now, but not a whole lot. And sure enough, I'm craving it. And my husband says, really, you want that? I'm like, I haven't made it in years, but I'm craving it. 
So yesterday is the day I make this stew. And after my healing circle, I got home, we each had a bowl and then went to bed. And that's when I woke up and I was so sick because this is what happens every time I eat it. And I'm like, oh, you know, I did it again. Why didn't I listen? And, you know, why is this happening? And clear as clear could be, I got karma. (laughs) And it occurred to me that beef allergy came within weeks of that fall fair event because that was in late September and come Canadian Thanksgiving was around the first time that I had the symptoms of it years now. And it just clued into me as this new moon is coming forward. (laughs) So I can, uh, can see that, um, that whole karma piece came, came to light. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I mean, that's a perfect example of how things just out of the blue, we yes. think we don't think a lot of it. And all of a sudden it makes this connection. And I would say dream time right now is really important. So, you know, be, if you can remember your dreams, mm-hmm. uh, write down stuff. There's, there's a lot of stuff that's being cleared out in that time for us. And it could like, like Sam's story and that connection, it, it can be just those things and those patterns and those habits and how they're developing in our systems and laying there. And then there's this awareness that connects it all for us. And it just connected it completely beautiful, beautifully, just with that one word. Instantly, I was back there and, ah, got it. Yep, I got it. I brought that on myself. But you know, with this dreaming thing, I've got to say, I think I've had four clients email me just since Monday with dream stuff going on. And I know my daughter, Brooklyn, who's super sensitive anyhow, she's had some crazy dreams going on too. So they're, and what's neat is they seem to be almost premonitional or very clearing, bringing in new understanding, but the clarity that's coming through in the dream space over the last few days has been really magical. Yeah. Yeah. I think we're going to see, um, from now up until the, the full moon, I mm-hmm. think things are just dream time is going to be very important for us to pay attention to that because there's only so much we can process, um, when we're in our wake time yeah. and there'll be those things, right. But there'll be other deeper layers that are going to be working with us this next month for sure now will you still be on canadian soil for the full moon or will you already be in ireland i will be in ireland um our full moon arrives with our easter weekend um on good friday so april 19th and i will be in ireland i'll arrive just a few days before that and lucky me i get to be part of uh, a soul sister that's over there in ireland she is actually doing some work over in Kildare at the Bridget's Well and probably some other places around there. So I'm going to be doing some pretty special things on the 19th, but then I'm lucky to the next day to be actually doing a workshop over there about us connecting in with the wheel of the year and the season and the seasons we are in literally, but also the seasons we might personally still be in. So I get to do that and then attend Tracy's full moon circle that she does um on that Saturday night at the Hila Tara. So I'm I'm life is pretty good and I'm pretty excited about the next couple of weeks and um what's going to be stirring and surfacing 
in that I'm time. I'm so glued to your Instagram, Roberta, because you take amazing photos and I just want to be there. And you know, it's interesting. Um, you're going to be there for May Day. And from the time I was a little girl, I've always been so attracted to this festival. Um, so can you share with us, what are you going to be doing for May Day? Okay, so I, I too, May Day is like Beltane is one of my favorite Sabbaths of the year. So it has been forever in the day. I've been very connected to the month of May since elementary school. And then interesting enough, my other really connected time of the year is for Halloween, for Samhain, which is just that balance, right, between the two. So um, I just want to say that, you know, back in October, I was in Ireland for the first time and had been part of the Samhain Fire Festival they had there. And so I was like, I got to come back and I got to partake in the, um, they call it the Ishna Fire Festival, so the Beltane Fire Festival. And yeah, what I don't even know what I'm getting myself into. I didn't know what I was getting myself into the last time when I went thinking, thinking I'm just going to be observing and um, the the ceremony. But the last time I ended up being a part of the ceremony at Salwin, and that was magical. Um, this time, it's still landing exactly what I'm going to be doing, other than I know. I will be in Ishna, which is a part of Ireland. It's the middle of Ireland. It's connecting. Um, it's like the heart of Ireland. And I didn't get to be in Ishna the last time. So this will be my first time going to that particular area. And that's where they have the fire festival. So there's going to be ceremony. There's going to be um, lots of activities that are all around the theme of Beltane, May Day, the Maiden. Um, so I'm super excited to see what's going to unfold for that. Oh, it sounds amazing. It sounds amazing. Mm -hmm. And I love that you're bringing it in balance because, you know, it really was just that, you know, half year ago you were there. And um, yeah, like I said, I'll be stuck on your Instagram looking to see what else you're up to because I know that it's going to be absolutely incredible. Yeah, it's going to be amazing. Um, <clears throat> I think um, the fact that, sorry, <clears throat> clear my throat there. Um, it's a little interesting in the sense that they actually hold this big event on May 5th on the weekend. Not like May Day, I actually thought. So I have an opportunity to actually do some other stuff too while I'm there to celebrate what I consider, you know, that, that peak time from April 30th when the sun sets to when the sun sets the next day on, on May 1st, which is the theme and the energy of Beltane. So I have a feeling I'm going to be up to something else during that time too. And then I get to actually experience their um, event. And the other thing is, like you said, I've experienced then the balance of the two. And I watched in October on Halloween evening during their ceremony, I learned how they passed the flame from, from, one area, Klokta, the Hill Award is where we were at Halloween. Um, we'd celebrate um, Klokta and her story. And this time it's a passing of the flame from there back to Ishna, to Aru, I believe it is. And so I'll get to see that again. And and a lot of the people that were there and are part of those festivals, they're the same people. So it's also 
getting to reconnect with people that are from that land that live this life that share these stories that keep things alive um i think that's pretty magical to just really hear the essence and to be part of it and, and it's touchable instead of like here in canada we kind of only we're a little we hear a bit we might be a little connected but it's almost like not touchable for us so this is like tangible experience experience right on the land um with wonderful people yeah. oh that sounds wonderful absolutely wonderful so you will be busy for the next little while but everybody <laughs> wanting to follow roberta's journey definitely roberta robbins she's on instagram and facebook and all over the place so do you have any last final words for this new moon, this celebration of spring, bringing in the new and rebirth? Um, any final suggestions for our listeners? Oh, yes. Be gentle with yourself. Um, some people are really feeling like they're still in winter a little bit, right? They still feel something holding on a bit. So just be aware of that if you're feeling something still one foot in, one foot out, um, so he's still pulling a little bit, that's okay. It's echoing, it's a residue that's happening. And the more that you take time to be with where you are, no matter if it's the spring season or you're in another personal season yourself, just be aware of that and take time for yourself. Be gentle and ask what it is that you need to help you move into this new season to help you feel aligned and whole and full within yourself. Beautiful. Beautiful. Thank you so much. Again, robertarobbins.com. You can find Roberta on Facebook, Instagram, and all over with all her adventures, upcoming events. And I know um, you can see some of her events coming up for summer solstice and things like that already registration is open so be sure to check her out as for me I've got a lot going on too as you know the Lilydale calendar is out um, you'll find Roberta in there as well so I will be doing two workshops in August and there's actually early bird pricing in effect until May 31st so it's a great time to get registered for Lilydale and also a great time to get your bookings in for some of the beautiful guest houses that are there. Um, so that's happening. My consciously creating your life course begins on April 15th. We are going to be getting started on that. This time it is online. So it is open worldwide. You can get registered for that as well. Just go on over to my website, www.consciouslycreatingwithsam.com and you'll see the registration for that there. And I will beginning, be beginning an intuition work series come May. So lots and lots happening here in the world of Roberta Robbins, in the world of me, in the world of you, all this new beginning, new opportunities. So be sure to get out there and enjoy them. I'm sending you all so much love. Happy new moon, full, new moon blessings until the full moon. Enjoy this energy there and beyond. And I will look forward to chatting with you soon.